0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got another day of all-time highs here for the NASDAQ, the S&P 500, just right below its all-time high level as well. But as we start off the month of September and into the month of August, that now marks seven straight months of gains. For the S&P 500, we've got some great data points on this for you here. Some of them Kip talked about yesterday as well. But all around, we got a, you know, a little bit of a pullback. We didn't close at the highs of the day, but not a bad start to the worst trading month of the year. September, historically, is the weakest month of the year. I believe that's going back to 1928, uh, 26, excuse me. Uh, so... You know, we've got a long road ahead of us for September, then we think we're going to see some great buying opportunities if we do get a pause this month as we head in to what should be a very strong year end for our market. But some of the optimism here, for today at least, actually came from this morning's ADP jobs report. And then don't forget, on Friday, we got the big one, which is August Non-farm payrolls, all eyes will be on that For one key reason And that is what will the Fed be doing with tapering Based off this morning's data from ADP If we get similar numbers from the non-farm payrolls (laughs) Our views line up perfectly That the Fed, there's a near 0% chance That they will taper in 2021 But today, the ADP report came Well below estimates, estimates were for 625,000 jobs to be created with only 374,000 jobs actually created. And while, of course, we want to see everybody employed, employed in good paying, high paying jobs where they have the opportunity to go elsewhere if they don't like their current job. So, you know, not looking at it from an economic point of view here, but purely from a stock market point of view The markets should love this because, again, it means that the Fed will not be tapering. This was the second month in a row for ADP, the ADP report to be missing estimates. And another theme is picking up here as well. And that is, these are not the jobs you want to see created. 329,000 of the 374,000 jobs created we're in the services and hospitality sector. That, again, mostly low-paying jobs, not the jobs that you want to see people getting. Uh, you know, Some of that, of course, is, it continues to be a little bit of, of reopening trade as some of these government benefits are set to end here soon as some states haven't ended them yet. But again, these aren't the high-paying jobs you want to see. And yet another sign... That we're in the third term of Obama's presidency, a slowing economy, slower job creation, and really weak job creation. Uh, but it's important at times like this that we remember that the stock market is not the economy. So we can continue to see a slowing economy, slowing jobs, low paying jobs created, and yes, the, these two things can be true at the same time. It can break your heart for those that are in that position that they need, are looking for better employment than they currently have. But the stock market can continue ripping higher. Again, just going back to the Federal Reserve's, their new mandate that they've, their social justice warrior mandate that they've put on themselves, that they want to fight inequality. Just another example of how they're one of the primary contributors to this. You look at what they've done with companies like BlackRock, giving them almost 0% interest rate loans, where they're going out and buying houses, pricing out middle America from the housing market, because they can only get rates at I, 3% at best, so a lot of times 4 to 5%, which is historically very good. But you can't compete with a company like BlackRock, going out there and buying everything again another example of how the Fed is this double speak where they say they want to fight inequality and they are the main contributors as to the reasons why it's happening and if you haven't done a whole lot of research on the great reset uh, you know go out and get Klaus Schwab's book it's out there it's not a conspiracy theory he published a book on it. Go to the World Economic Forum's website. See their goal that by the end of 2030, you'll own nothing. And guess what? You'll be happy about it. At least they say you'll be happy about it. And what they say is law. So, you know, that's the world that we live in. That's who we're fighting against here every day. But again, the important factor here is to remember that the stock market is not the economy. And as much as we may not like the reasons why it's going up, Our job is to make money off of it and to make you money off of it as well. So there's not ever been a better time to join us here at the VRA to survive through this brave new world experience that we're all going through here together in real time. So come and join us at VRAinsider.com. We've got a 14-day free trial going on right now. We'd love to have you with us. And as always, Send any questions you have to support at VRAinsider.com. We'd love to answer them. Love, love all your feedback. Thank you for it. And please keep it coming. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's take a look at our markets on the day now. The, uh, the Russell 2000 actually led the way up 0.58% to 2,287. We were followed there by the NASDAQ hitting an all-time high today, up just over three-tenths of 1% to 15,309 next up was the S and 500 just barely, barely closed below its all time closing high today. Really pretty flat on the day up just 0.03% to 4,524. And lastly here, the Dow down 0.14% to 35,312. Again here though, the data point that that, uh, that Kip talked about yesterday, the S&P just wrapped up its 7th straight month of gains here. Impressive last 7 months for the S&P 500. And that type of pattern has only happened 14 other times where we've seen the S&P hit 7 straight months of gains since 1958. In all of those other 14 times... I say all of them 93% of the time says so that like 13 out of 14, it has been a major buy signal for the next six months with average gains over the next six months in the S and P of 7.9%. And our money continues to be on this market heading higher. We're publishing a, what we believe is going to be a fantastic book, uh, you know, wrapping it up now. Can't wait to get that out there to y'all. Uh, On our price targets for the S&P, NASDAQ, and Dow. Folks, we're heading into a major melt-up bull market. In a lot of ways, it feels like we're already there. That's when the bubble is forming. Nobody is, uh, you know, when everybody's saying that that the bubble is here, it likely, the market likes to fool as many people as possible. So it's likely not the top. When stuff like that happens And we see that in the fear and greed Which has just been a great sentiment indicator Since the coronavirus insanity lows It's had a big rally over the last few weeks Just a a couple of weeks ago It was below a 40 Now to a 53 Folks, that's still neutral A year ago, we were at a 76 And we've seen massive gains Since September of last year with so much fear in this market. As contrarians, we love to see that. One important note for the major indexes as we head into the weakest month of the year, though, is that we are now at overbought levels on stochastics, which, and some of our other VRA momentum oscillators, but that's been a fantastic indicator uh, so far in 2021 of a slight pause. I mean, really, really, we haven't had any major pauses. Uh, the SM, or, sorry, the Nasdaq was our only out of the S and P and Dow to have a serious pullback so far in 2021. So we're not saying that we're necessarily going to get a correction here, but a little bit of a pause uh, headed into the weakest month of the year it would not surprise us. But again, we think that's going to be a significant. Buying opportunity as we head into year end. We've been saying that it might be the best one as we head into year end. Here, looking at our internals on the day, we've gotten continued solid internals here, much different than we've seen in previous weeks. The the rally in the internals really began last week, telling us that a lot of the correction in this market has taken place under the surface. It hadn't. We haven't seen the indexes, but we've seen it. In individual names, and that continues to look like those individual names are getting ready to roll. Advances beating out declining stocks, not massive beats like two to three to two or three to one, but it was a good day. New 52-week highs to lows were our brightest area coming in over five and a half to one positive, and then lastly, volume also came in positive across the board on the day-to-day. Looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with six out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day today. We were led by real estate, which hit an all-time high today, followed there by utilities, rates virtually unchanged on the day now, Uh, and then it was communication services Also hitting an all-time high today. Next up was consumer staples. And then tech, which is just right there with the NASDAQ. Just about at an all-time high here. And lastly, healthcare. Our laggards on the day were energy, financials, and industrials. And lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now down on the day just slightly though, 0.09% to $1,816 an ounce. Silver now down just over 8 tenths of 1%, to $24.20 an ounce. Copper down pretty big today, down 2.14% to $4.28 a pound. And oil along with energy down on the day today, about 4 tenths of 1% now to $68.23 a barrel. And then lastly, for today, cryptocurrencies having a nice day today. A uh, lot of lot of new hype around some new cryptocurrencies. Nothing like the Dogecoin craze that we saw earlier this year. These are some pretty good looking cryptos with some very interesting applications that a lot of people are starting to talk about. But Bitcoin now up one point nine two percent to forty eight thousand two hundred and twenty eight, and Ethereum really having a big rally today, up nearly 9% now and back to its highest level since May of this year at at 3,723 for Ethereum. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.